Locker and Beef Podcast. I am joined today by my wonderfully plump guest, Matthew Trapani. Man, how are you? Um, so, wanted to, this is another Just live a disclaimer, edition. Disclaimer. This man has a shitty Portugal jersey on. <laughs> They're going to get bounced in the group stage like four years no, ago. No, 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 no. You have no idea how unbelievably terrified I am of that happening. Bro, y'all got a tough group. Spain. I know, and then we have the be- to me, the best two... Uh, third and fourth teams. Stop making excuses for the goats. I'm not making excuses for the goat. You know what I could also see happening? I could see Argentina and Portugal meeting in the knockout stage. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Although, I don't like, like my... LeBron ch- and Jordan facing each other in the Eastern Conference Finals. Except the LeBron of this Cleveland team because that's how much better soccer is dude the goats like clashed in real time I watched this cringy um this is actually a great fucking transition I'm happy you said this I watched this cringy interview yesterday of Colin Coward having some blonde fuck who I don't know who that is but knows something about soccer apparently not Alexi Lawless, I'm not trying to be like that. Oh, yeah, I hate whenever he talks soccer, because he claims he to love it, yeah, or to like it. but he doesn't it. know shit. Like, he, he can tell he mispronounces every name. He doesn't know, like, the, no, what's going on. No, every time, I appreciate his efforts. In Fox. Yeah, me too. Fox is the one that has the World Cup. Yeah. And they always have a countdown And you can tell, like, show. you can tell, like, it, for him, it's, like, the part of the job that he doesn't love, but, like, he'll do it. And he always says, before he starts, that his mom is, like... British. Oh, really? I've never yeah. heard that one. I love that. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, my mom's British. I love soccer. I grew up in this shit. Yeah, he's like, my mom is British, <laughs> like the Premier League, this and that, and he never names like one Premier League player, and he just says Ronaldo Messi, and then brings oh. on La La. So I know this is a soccer pod, but since we're just going on a Colin Coward tangent, uh, did you send me that thing? Yeah, it was you, right? That sent me the thing on Twitter of Colin Coward's hot takes from like 2009 or something. Or no, yeah, I think it was before that. Was, when was, Kevin Durant was drafted and he was like, okay, yeah, Kevin Durant. He couldn't even do, there's one player in the entire draft process that could not bench 185 one time. And that was Kevin Durant. Are you kidding me? This guy's going to be shit. And you want to take him in the top 10? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a funny take now. I love this this tangent, but it's like I told you I follow like so many like writers and NBA like personalities, and that video has just been recycled I, over and over. I feel like Sia so, Bayless has a ton of like those too about LeBron. The thing that uh, everyone seemed to love was when he made the comp. He's this is another like Anthony Mc. McDice or some, oh. some like random player. Oh, and then the other cringy part about that, which by the way, just look up like Colin Coward, Kevin Durant take or something like that. But yeah, I'm sure it'll pop up. But the other cringy part about that segment was how he's talked about how Greg Oden is some physical specimen that the NBA has never seen before and that he's a first, like surefire number one prospect and is going to be this great NBA player, which obviously became the most notably one of the biggest busts in sports history. Apparently, Simmons said the first time he saw Gregoda, he said he had an old man's body. So I think he was correct on it. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so let's make this a soccer podcast as we intended on. Sorry for all that. We were there. Yeah, we're getting there. So let me go back to the blonde fuck I was talking about on Coward. So I hate when people who... And I think I'm low-key also a victim of this, so I'm, like, being hypocritical. But I hate... I hate who like when people act like they know about things, especially soccer, and have zero knowledge of it's it. It's you. Yeah, that's me. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, so like, it wasn't the blonde guy. It was cowards like responses to the blonde guy, and it was to me that the part that like made me cringe was the blonde guy kept making out of soccer references to try to bring him in, which and they were just wrong. Oh, yeah, and they're like, it's he, he and he used that line. He's like, we have Michael Jordan and LeBron James playing in the same era. I mean, how lucky are we? Oh, okay. And and so I was just like, well, they're kind of different than that. Like, yes, they're both seen as like one of the you know both two of the greatest players of all time. Yada yada. But they're like, it's not like one is LeBron esque and one is Michael Jordan esque and like their characters and how they played the game. Like, they're, like, Ronaldo and Messi are very different, whereas I actually see Jordan and LeBron relatively similar type basketball players. Obviously, one more passive, one more aggressive and score, but... Like, I think Messi and Ronaldo are kind of similar. Similar in play style? Or similar in, like, I mean, what they do, style, but what they like do the, in the game? No, it's, it's pretty different, but, like, they're both attackers. I don't know. It's... This is, I mean... I thought about this the other day. Do you ever think there'll be like a quote-unquote goat that isn't a attacking midfielder or a forward? Yeah, I guess goals are kind of like... Like to me, like we've always had, like you can think of like some of the best midfielders of all time, like names pop up, but that's never, I've never hear them in the goat conversation. The goat conversations are always cams, Left wingers, right wingers, strikers. I think the next battle is gonna be Dybala and Neymar like, battling it out. I don't know if Dybala's on that level. Bro. Yeah. He was. I was. I was a big believer in like all the way up through like when they made Champions League final. The yeah, la- like two years ago, I think I was watching it, or it was around that. The last season, season, the last this past season in Champions League, he couldn't even find the pitch. No. Like they did, they did, they op- they opted not to play him. To me, that's a bad sign if you think he's Neymar level. Ne- Neymar's not having any difficulty finding playing time. So like, I don't remember that, but I remember like two years ago when yeah they made the final, and they beat Barca, I believe. Yeah. And he was giving them the worst. Oh like, yeah. He was the best. Oh yeah, played. but like I was. I like you was like saying Dybala and Neymar. Do you still think Neymar uh, unquestionably num- number three best player in the world? Do you still think like that? I don't know. After that bail bite, nah, yeah, Neymar's third. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this majority of this podcast is gonna be about the wonderful tournament coming up that I am uber excited for. Um, I want to get your thoughts on. Gotta reset the sleep schedule. I think some games are like 6 a.m. No, really? Pull it up. Like, for real, pull it up. Because I'm like, I need to know this. You gotta start setting your alarm early. Yeah, which I don't France, care. Australia, Saturday, 6 a.m., June 16th. I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm 
try to watch as many. I hate that the first match is such a grinder. Russia, Saudi Arabia. Oh, I know. Because I remember <laughs> it's last, such a grinder. last World Cup, it was like, it started with a bang. It was oh, it was Brazil, Brazil and, uh, like Mexico? Or Something like that. I knew Marcelo had an Oh, yeah, and was that like, was your first impression of him, and you're like, what the fuck, this guy's going to get killed? And then you realize he was the best left back in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. That, I think that was my also my first, like, one of my first real impressions of Marcelo. Oh, it was against Croatia. Dang. Knowing what I know now, that would have been such a more hyped up fixture for me. So give me, like, okay, so I know you're, so teams you're cheering for, the U.S. Cro psych, Croatia, ah. um, Egypt, I imagine, for Mohamed Salah, who hopefully yes. is going to be fine come his second game for Egypt. And, um... Probably for Saudi Omani and the crew, right? Oh, I love Senegal. Those are some ballers down there. So are those are those like the three main teams you're cheering for? I wouldn't mind seeing Argentina make a little run. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, I definitely would like to see them face off Portugal and Argentina. In the uh, no, no, like, no, like fuckery. No cap. No, I'm saying no. That no, no. <laughs> Enlighten me. Yeah, it's, it's been a whirlwind with uh, all these new figures in my life coming through summer, bringing new slang terms. I don't want to, just like last podcast, yeah. I don't want to name names. But they just say these terms, and I kind of have to use my great literature context. Because <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, like, what does that mean? What is that? They yeah. just keep saying it, and I kind of understand. So no cap is just, like, no bullshit? Yeah, like, like oh, okay. it's the new little, like... All right, so no cap. <laughs> Do you, because of me, do you want Portugal to succeed more than you think you normally would? Of course. I have this with like all the people I talk to in sports. Like, it's weird. I work with a whole bunch of, not a whole bunch of, but a couple Celtics fans. And the main content I listen to is a Celtics stand. So for some reason, I kind of like the Celtics. And you like Portugal, and not to name names, but my, my buddy likes Bournemouth. So I seem to follow Bournemouth. And the other buddy likes the Rockets, so I really wanted like the Rockets to do well. And it's just like that for everyone. Like, so just, like, if your like friend my, fucks with them, like you have like second connection with that's them, but like why you, you ride the wave like halfway. My elder seed likes all the Washington teams. So, like, <laughs> my I, elder seed? Just call him your dad, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> my elder seed. So that Caps, shout out Capitals. Oh, they won the, the cup, and I like the Redskins, and just stuff like that. No France links. I no care France. less about France. And I hate how Belgium is always overhyped. The US, before I kind of knew all these players, were giving Belgium the works. Alright, so... So you're cheering for Croatia, Senegal, Egypt. Those are your three teams that you want to see succeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Liverpool. So what about, too, like, give so. me, so what is, like, of, like, that top nine? Who, like, of, of like, the favorites, so to oh, speak. Oh, top nine, like, like, FIFA? Yeah, well, no, not even. I just mean, like, you know, like, Germany, Brazil, France, Spain, Belgium, England, Portugal, Uruguay. I, I think those are, I think those are like the top nine. Right? Watch out. I definitely don't want to see Germany again. I think Me neither. I, I think they're the warriors. Even you know, yes. But 
the thing about Germany that like I feel like everyone's just putting into their putting them into their final. And I just I don't think, think they're so... that good. I honestly think talent wise, they're like fifth or sixth best. They have like a system. I know. They're totally to me they're more the Spurs, the twenty fifth fourteen? 2014, is that when they won? 2014? Spurs? Yeah. It's... To me, they're more 2014 Spurs than 2018 Golden State. Like, the Spurs were, like, talented, but not, but not like, way more talented. Love... They just had a better system. I love how this is, like, a soccer pod. I know, I know. Well, we were just talking about that. But, like, the thing about Germany is, like, I honestly think Spain is more talented, France is more talented, England is more talented, Belgium is more talented. Yeah. More talented player, individual players. I'm not England saying that. that different... It's so overhyped. Like I like, I'll kind of be interested. I'm, I don't know if I'm necessarily cheering for England. I think it's kind of funny when England like messes up because their fans are so intense. Yeah. That they set these unrealistic expectations. I think I feel like that's not there this World Cup though because they've failed so many times previously. Yeah. No, because I feel like England fans last... think like you just said. And then they're just like have been disappointed so many times that now the narrative for them is well hopefully we just don't get don't hopefully we win a game that's I think how they think I almost think like everything I feel like England's playing with house money which is to me a really good scenario to be in like they got nothing to lose kind with, of thing with last World Cup I wasn't even like that big of a soccer fan and like I don't think England got out of the group stage and I was just like what the hell, England? Like I knew who Wayne, I, it just showed Wayne Rooney kind of just yeah. like like devastating. I was like, I was like, I knew who Wayne Rooney was. I was like, Wayne Rooney? Like they have Wayne Rooney? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get out of the group. It really showed you how much you've matured in soccer. Yeah, and I was like, because I. Knew it was him. so funny for years. The only soccer players you ever knew were Wayne Rooney, David Beckham, and Ronaldo. Yeah, I didn't know like the big ones were and all that. But, um, but now I can name. Wayne him. Rooney was so well branded. I know. Like, he was good, but he wasn't, like, no. like best player in the world good. It's because England, they just romanticize their stars. And I kind of have a joke, but, I mean, I, I'm i a pretty big Harry Kane fan because I play fantasy Premier League and he was on my team, but uh, I'm into that. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you drafted him. Yeah, number three overall, to be exact. And I have a... <laughs> And I, was... I love how you, how you keep <laughs> sliding that in there as if you and Harry Kane hit each other on the text. It's, I'm, a, I'm a part of a Snapchat group that the title of that group is Kane Top 3 in the World. Thoughts? And late April, I was in Louisville in a country club bar and there was these Scottish or English, British gents that walked in. And the Thanks FA for using Cup, the, the good terminology. FA Cup... The Quikas. was not it was in progress and they showed up and they're like whoa you put on the game so they got like two three tv it was tottenham and you and i didn't know these gentlemen i just i walked past and i was like i was like kane top three in the world and they were just like so flabbergasted that i like knew who that was what was going on and yeah. all that they were kind of like they didn't really give me a response but i just laughed it off yeah but but i just kind of overhyped kane but i do think he's I mean, one of the best. if you feel that, then don't you think England should make a deep run? Yeah, but he'll just keep taking corners like he did in the Euros, and it'll just go backfire. I just... Alright, so 
is that. is that the team? Is it is it them or is it Argentina or like what's like the the favorite team that you're like you wouldn't mind seeing do well? You said Germany. You don't really want. It's, I want to see Argentina do well. Uh, no, I mean because I would, of Messi. I would rather see England. I would rather see England go farther than Argentina. Yeah, I feel like you're not. I feel like you're a bigger fan of England than you're making it out to be. I like England. Yeah, I feel like, like I, you, I feel like you're good. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you have like a connection with That's, every player, which is why I feel like when the, when the game is on, you're gonna be like, fuck the opponent. I fucking love my guys. Bloody hell. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, all the players, so... I mean, yeah, I'll probably, like... I want to see them go the deepest. Okay, and then your least favorite of the favorites. But I just can't... Your least favorite just, of the favorites is Germany. Yeah, I just can't see it. It probably... I don't know. I just don't like France for some reason. I like Conte, but... Some of the players, just but as a whole, I don't know. I don't really like Who's your least favorite, uh, like big name player in the World Cup? Like overhyped, or I think Pog was a bit overhyped. I that's what I thought you were gonna say. He just shoots. I remember I saw this clip, it had a hilarious caption, too. It was like. It was it was like some France friendly or something. It was like Pog Pogba can finally be unleashed because he's not in the restraints of the Jose Mourinho <laughs> yeah. system. And he just shot this incredible. I don't know if it was a friendly and that's why he did it, but he shot this shot and it like went to the moon. It wasn't even close. He was just like ah. I I still think Pogba's a top a top five talent though. Yeah. Like to me, like if it, if. The scenario is correct, and he has like some confidence behind him. Uh, to me, there might be no scarier player to play. Like no player is bigger, stronger, faster. You know, like it's kind of like Ronaldo. Like when Ronaldo's on, like when you're bigger, stronger, faster than everybody else, like you. It, it, sorry, it's like you're just like in a different age group. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there's these little tactics you can play in soccer that can kind of eliminate some of that like offside traps and stuff like that yeah you can kind of get i just so okay so let's go out the gate who if you had to put your money down who wins probably or maybe even give me your top three in order if that makes you feel better or worse I can give you mine. I have a top two. Go first. So my number two pick is Spain. Okay. I really like the Spanish squad. I feel like although they're one of the obviously more talented teams and one of the favorites, I feel like they're not getting talked about enough. Yeah, they're pretty under the radar. Like, in the sense of when it comes to that top, you know, seven to nine teams, I feel like they're just saying, well, Spain's in it again this year. I, to me, they're way better than that. To, you know, when they have, when you have one of the most talented squads and the best player at a position, which to me, they have the best goalkeeper. I was going to mention that. So, like, I think Spain's super, super tough out. Do they, like, have a striker? That's my only, that, that is my only fear, is like, I think Spain has a ridiculously good defense, goalkeeper, midfield, 
to me, they don't have that poacher or that finisher or like <coughs> they have Morata, but look up, look he it got up. Snubbed. But I think that Morata got snubbed. Him, Sane, I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, they were. That was a that, yeah, yeah. That was a big snub. Yeah, I don't, I, did, I don't think the Germany took any Premier League. Like check, I think that was a headline that I think Germany didn't take any Premier League players, Dang, which is surprising. They were all um, I might have read that incorrectly, but anyway, so yeah, that's my big fear with Spain is that they don't have a great number nine, but outside of that, I think they have arguably the best midfield, arguably the best defense, and the best goalkeeper. So I really like Spain, and I think like Germany, they have their own system to them, and I think their brand of soccer is very powerful. So that's my number two. My number one pick is somebody we mentioned before. But my number one pick is France, and I have two reasons why. A, your, your number one? My number one pick, who, I, who I'm literally going to put money on winning. And my reason is two things. A, I think they're the, I think they're the most talented squad, A to Z. Looking at every position, looking at impact players, looking at possible stars. I just think that A to Z, they're the most talented team. Uh, they, go on. Yeah, I mean, they have Gundogan, uh, Ozil. Who, Germany? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's the only prem I see. Oh, yeah, they have to have those two. But outside of that, they don't have any prem. So, Rudiger, it's a pleasure, Chelsea. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, maybe, I just must have misread that. Or maybe they kept out a couple Prem players and that was what I read. Yeah, Sonic was definitely the biggest. Yeah. To me, that was like, I think that was incorrect because I think Sonic had like, um, man of the match potential. There was some meme I didn't really get. It was like, uh, it was like some white German guy that I'm sure made the team. I couldn't really recognize him. And it was like, I think it was that I, meme where they I think I saw that. And then Sonic is like, frustrated or something but yeah I anyway so back to France I just think they're the most talented squad the second reason why I think and this is just a me thing but I'm a big believer in this is that I'm always a fan of picking the team that is the loser of the of the championship prior oh really like I'm a big fan of like like when the Falcons lost to the Patriots if you had asked me the next day who's going to win the Super Bowl in the next season, I'm a big fan of just picking the Falcons, even though clearly that didn't work out. But, like, I think in some scenarios, clearly it doesn't, and I think there's a lot of variables to that. But I like the... I think the narrative is super powerful when it's the same team, same players, in this case, same country, and they had a big letdown in losing in the Euros on their home pitch... Versus a team that they were heavily favored. Um, and I just think, like, they're they're young enough to be naive enough to, to just give it their all and fuck around and win a World Cup. Mm-hmm. But they're experienced enough in going far in elimination games and high-stake European championships mm-hmm. and losing in a big stage. And I think losing at the biggest stage when you can taste it in the 118th minute and Adair takes that away from you which by the way I'm not sorry for that at all but 
I think that hunger and desire and that memory will fuel them when they're in a really tough quarterfinal versus Germany or whoever, right? And I just think like, I just really like France's culmination of the timing of their players, who they have. I think this is going back to the guy you just mentioned. I think this is Pogba's time to flip the switch. I think this is. I think this is going to be a big pivot point for him because if he if he fucks around this World Cup and he doesn't show out, to me you're you're putting Sharpie on that question mark. He's criti- He's getting. He'll probably get transferred to West Brom or something like that. Like he was obviously a huge. <laughs> He was obviously a huge um, price tag and risk for Man U, and it relatively worked out, but he wasn't the amount of impact that I think everybody anticipated, because everybody thought he was, you know, the next person, the next guy, and he has that potential, so I think nobody's saying he doesn't, but everybody thought by now he would sort of be there, and he's not, so I think the World Cup is going to be an opportunity for him to show that he's there. But I, what I think will happen too is I think I think he's gonna show out. I think Griezmann's gonna show out. I think Mbappe's gonna show out, and I think you know the rest of France is gonna be able to kind of like advance the efforts of those top guys. Charisma just keeps getting picked up. It's crazy. What do you mean? It's just like he's a staple in that Portugal squad. It feels like. Oh yeah, I fucking love when charisma ends because I'm trying to make like a good comp, but I honestly think charisma is the most unguardable. This is a kind of a hot take, and this is super biased. I think charisma is the most unguardable offensive player in the World Cup, and I don't mean like you can play him 90 minutes and he's gonna get you four goals. I don't mean like that, but I mean like if I if you told me I have a 15 minute stretch and I have and I have zero going for me. Yeah. Meaning like I have, I can't produce any offense, nothing's working, we don't have any possession, I, you don't have any help. Yeah. I think, you know, in soccer sometimes you just need that person that can create that moment of magic. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it time and time and again just because I'm a huge Portuguese international soccer stand. I think is the best at that. When he comes in in the 63rd minute, I've never seen a defense like you know, tired legs, they're trying to adapt from having João Mario in, or Adrian Silva, or whoever, and now Kresma comes in, and he's way quicker, his foot skills are way superior than anybody else on the pitch, like, and the way he kicks the ball is, like, super unorthodox, like, he, he prefers Rabona outside the boot over just using his left foot, and I think like even though he's super flashy and we like joke about like his five like he's two he's like he's six star skill and it's like bad for him. I think defenses have a really tough time adapting to that when he comes in in those late moments and you and it's one one and you just need a moment of magic. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, you're Portugal. I might be cheering for their because they have a lot of I see a lot of friends. Yeah, we got Buffon, we got Cedric. Font. Oh, that's what I was. I peeped. I peep Font, and this is another thing. All these, I'm excited to see all these Chinese like league players. Oh yeah. That we did. Hulk made the Brazilian team. I'm gonna look, but I see Jose Font. I'm I'm just gonna assume this club is from the Chinese league. It's like Dali and Yi Fang. So yeah, Font is 
not the point yeah but yeah that's what I've got away from that is all these uh, all these players from that went to China gonna see him again so give me your pick for like the Wonder Boy pick I think they have a better name for it I can't remember what it's like the young young player of the tournament or something like that I think that I think the I think it's maybe look it up but I think the uh, characteristic or the restrictions you have to be like under 20 or 20 or under or something like that what really yeah like Sanchez won it in the Euros um I'm trying to remember who won it in the World Cup oh man it's on I feel like I know who it was damn who won it in the World Cup I don't think that's like a legit award yeah it is promise you it is Cause I remember like Hamas won like the best goal or something. No, look like, up look year. up world look up World Cup awards. It's like golden boot. You have I think pretty sure you have golden boot, silver boot, bronze boot. Which I think they literally just go by how many goals are scored. Yeah. And then um and then you have one of them is like best young player or something like that. I'm like 95% positive. Because I know for sure... They, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. I know for sure Sanchez won that in the Euros. Adidas, Golden Ball, Messi, Golden Boot, Hamas, Golden Globe, that, that was Boyer, Hyundai Young Player Award, Paul Pogba. Oh, okay. I don't know what the criteria is. I think it's like 21 or 20 and under or something like that. So let's just, let's say it's like 21 or under. Who do you think? Give me some names. Well, I kind of saw when I was looking it up. That's fine. Gabriel Jesus. Oh yeah. I think that's, so good. I think that's definitely a good He legit one. to me. I could see him, I could actually see him winning one of those boots. He legit looks like the OG, like Ronaldo to a certain extent. Yeah, I kind of see it. Yeah, I think Jesus is a good one. That's crazy. Man, the match of the final was Mario Goetze. I don't even think he's on the squad. Well, he's the one that won them the game. Yeah. Super Mario. No, yeah, he's not on the squad. I uh, actually watched an interview of whatever his name is. Love, love. Joachim. Joachim Um And he was basically just talking about how he loves Goatse, but just uh, he didn't have the season he was supposed to. That's why he didn't make This Golden Ball looks like such a BS award. All it says is the Adidas Golden Ball was awarded to Argentina captain Lionel Messi for outstanding displays at Brazil 2014. Like, what does that mean? What is the criteria for that? Um, so, is Jesus your pick? Any other honorable mentions? I think Mbappe's gotta be on that watch list. Who else? Who are we not talking about? Who's not a super obvious? Does Belgium have a guy like that? I feel like England has a guy or two like that. I honestly just like we need like squad lists. Yeah, I'm 
going through it, but it's it's kind of hard to. You, you are not good on the sticks like that. <laughs> um. So give me like the. Cause I don't know all these guys' age and like the criteria, but I know. I mean, I know who's like young. Yeah. What about uh? What about just like Golden Boot or like players that show out or just change their career, like are good and be and become great? I have my pick for that. Well, who is it? For me, it's Isco. Really? I think he's like everybody recognizes him as really good. I think he becomes a top five to seven player at the end of this tournament. Isco. Yeah. I think he scores like, a, like maybe three, four, five goals, and has Kane. three, four, five assists this tournament. Harry Kane's gonna get the respect he deserves. I could see him. I could definitely see him scoring like most goals or second most goals. If you, but to me, you ha- you only have a chance of scoring most goals. You have to at least be in the semifinal. Because Columbia like they had semifinal, I think, yeah. Which was a uh, which was also um, they were like a Cinderella. Yeah, on this wasn't Costa Rica always seems to give people issues. I think. I mean, Kaylor Navas don't let him go through. Joel Campbell, don't sleep on that. I just peeped Costa Rica's forwards. He's former Arsenal product. He's at Real Betis, and I think he's gonna cause some people some issues. Dang, Costa Rica has, like, MLS ballers. I've seen so many. New York City, New York City. I was actually, I had the Orlando City game on, and I was wondering, like, are any of these players going to, like, play? Oh, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, Costa Rica is filled with just Los Angeles FC. Costa Rica, like, if you're a fan of the MLS, cheer for Costa Rica. (laughs) Yeah, so I won't be. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that's the most. What is a uh, what is a like one of those top seven and nine like favorite team that you could see? And I sadly know the answer to this. You could see not even making it out of the group. Yeah, it's so sad, but I have to agree with you. Like I could see it's Portugal. It's so weird. Here's what I actually think is gonna happen. You gotta I, consider him a top nine, but the death just isn't there. I think that is kind of wrong. For real? Like, I don't think we're as good as Belgium, England, Germany, Brazil, France. But I think we have as strong of a squad as Uruguay. Oh, better. I don't consider Uruguay a threat at all to anyone. That's a pretty hot take because a lot of these. Uh, I will never give Uruguay respect. Uruguay, I'm pretty sure, made it to the semifinal two World Cups ago. Yeah, I think it was the like infamous Suarez yes. handball yes. to save a goal. Yes. I think they actually ended up advancing. Yes. Because of it. Yes. <laughs> um, I actually, unfortunately, didn't watch much of that World Cup, but I seen that little clip. Him yeah, I remember swatting that. it. It went to pens, I think, eventually. Yeah, and they ended up narrowly advancing, <laughs> and that, and even though he was banned from the World Cup, basically after that. Gosh, that man, 
Every man's pretty wild. He makes a bad rep. It's, it's like Draymond on steroids. Yeah, he is. Um, what was I going to say? So you pay Uruguay no demise. Nah, they don't, they don't scare me at all. Okay. They have the better, better player, if you know what I'm talking about. Like their best player. Like, Suarez. Yeah, now that you mention them, I do think they're similar. Portugal and Uruguay. Uruguay, but they just like to me like have the like Portugal is like outside of Ronaldo, their squad is still better than like the Af- most of the African nations and like most of Concacaf. Do you uh-huh. agree with me? Yeah. Yeah. Like I even think they're better than like Colombia. Like, we have, we have, like, we don't have anybody that absolutely sucks. That's what I'm saying. Like, we used to. Like, Portugal of, like, four years ago, like, it was Ronaldo and the Ronettes. But we're not really that anymore. Like, we have Bernardo Silva and Andre Silva. I wish we had Sanchez because he fucking blossomed, but he didn't. Um, we have Joao Mario, like, Carvalho. Like, we have a lot of players that maybe aren't playing in the biggest stages, but are staples in the league that they play in. And a lot of people just don't know their name, but they are heavy contributors to their um, clubs. Dude, I'm getting a boner just talking about this. I'm like, I literally have not been so excited for a sporting event, I don't think ever. Is it the 14th yet? I just, I'm going to watch so much World Cup, it's going to be bad. My DVR is going to be puffing and puffing. I'm trying to get every fixture on the... Again, let's keep it anonymous, people, but I remember uh, someone was like, he watched every single fixture in 2014. So... Maybe not live at the moment, because I have conflictions with time, because they're like kind of in the middle of the day, some of them. I'll probably be able to watch in the morning and then... I'm going to watch go. 80% of the World Cup. I'm I'll have all I'm gonna watch. DVR. I'm going to watch every knockout game and 50-75% of all the group stages. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be able to watch all of them live, but they'll pretty much all be DVR'd, so I'll be catching up. Yeah. Give me... It's going to be my prep for next fantasy year. More scouting tape. I like that. I, I think scouting during these big international, it's like super fun. Because I'll see the Premier League teams and I'll see the players that have transfer rumors. That's gonna what I'm also going to love is I'm pretty sure the transfer window is open during the World Cup. Uh, I think so. Or I think if, if it's not during the World Cup, it's like right after. So I'm going to be very interested in those transfer Like rumors. to me, it's super cool. Like, like Sanchez, for example, didn't literally before the tournament at like Abbott's, Abbott Portuguese soccer stand I have literally never heard his name before saw him on one list out of like 11 million that he is on like a watch list for like that young player award obviously ended up really working out and he won it and I'm like fuck we have our next guy then he goes to Bayern which I was like cool he's in the top club in the world then he goes to the Prem which I was like cool he goes to the, basically the best league in the world and then, I knew you was going to make a little mark. And then, um, and then obviously, like, it just fucking f- flails. Like, it just falls. 
I, but I, I'm still a believer that like. I know. And got dispossessed like ten times, like first game or something. I know, but like I'm still a believer. I had a conversation with a buddy of mine about this, that like he's still so young and raw, that if he gets picked up in the rights, I just don't think that was the right scenario for him because he was looked at to be like a number one or number two, and to me, if he's just part of a squad of eleven, he's gonna be just fine. Like I honestly think if he went to Liverpool, you. would completely have a different like I honestly think he'd be your favorite player I'm not even fucking with you and I'm not just saying that because like I love him so much Sanchez I think Ronaldo Sanchez would be your favorite player if he was on Liverpool right now why are you trying to get in my head um what even club is, is he unemployed right now like what club is he playing he's looking um they're looking to loan him he might go back to Benfica who does he belong to? He's, he's I, not on the squad, right? I think he belongs to... Bayern. No. I think he belongs to Bayern, yeah. And he was on loan to... Uh, to Swansea. And I think... And I think I read that Bayern doesn't want him. So, I think he's gonna go back. To No. Which he probably shouldn't have, but... I'm also... This is another little name. So, if Portugal somehow gets past group stage, I'm being very, uh, I'm very, very, uh, if Portugal somehow gets past group stage and advances decently in this tournament, I think our young player to watch is a guy by the name of Gelson Martinez. Oh, dude is going to Liverpool after this World Cup. Oh, he kind of does have Liverpool written all over him. He is literally Sadio Mane 2.0. 2.0. Like, he plays very similarly. Like, attacking midfielder, like, on the side. Loves to use his pace and uh, foot skills. Has basically zero defensive work ethic. And, um... But, no, but... I think Mart Martins, depending on how they use him, could be could be something special. I love that your boy Martins, furious as Sporting Lisbon, reject 26 million pound bid from Arsenal. Yeah, the window's been open, by the way. For the Prem, it opened May 17th and closed August 9th. It's, big. it's weird how the Prem plays by different rules. So it sounds like Sporting is betting that that Yeltsin's gonna have a good World Cup. That's the crazy thing about this, is like, they can kind of hold out. They could shit the bed and lose a lot of yeah, like what? Yeah, like what if Yeltsin like goes into the World Cup as a shitty first game and then gets injured the second game and then nothing happens? Yeah, I'm on this little site. The transfer odds, five possible deals, like with betting odds. Martial to Juventus, two to one. Griezmann to Barca, two to five. Bale to United, two to one. Malcolm to some France. Brazilian beast to Bayern and Pogba to PSG, nine to two. What if Pogba, Pogba to PSG? Pogba and Conte to PSG. Okay, little narrative I want to bring up. Let's say. Brazil obviously went through a thrashing in the last World Cup. Not only 7-1, but um, on their home pitch, 
on that own country. If Brazil pulls out a ridiculous World Cup, Neymar is ridiculous, Jesus is bagging in goals, maybe wins the Young Player Award, Neymar wins the Golden Boot. He's the reason why they go off. Brazil looks like the superior team in every game. Does Neymar deserve consideration for a Ballon d'Or? Or does him getting getting knocked out in the round of 16 in the Champions League to the to the champions? Oh yeah, if he if he scorches the World Cup, he will. Because I feel like these Ballon d'Or World Cup years just throw everything. Out oh of yeah. Life. I agree. They, they weigh it more heavily. I agree. And uh, in good and bad ways. Like, I feel like if Argentina makes it to the semis and Portugal can't make it out of the group, that's going to hurt Ronaldo and help Messi. Yeah. Which it should, but I'm saying, like... But also, Ar- you agree Argentina has, like, a better all-around squad than Argen- Portugal? Argentina? Yeah. It's not... To me, it's not debatable. Yeah, yeah. That's why, to me, it's, like... It's if so Argentina and Portugal match up, that's not a fair fight to compare Ronaldo Messi. I guess you're, um, it's, I guess you're, um, it's like, um, I really see that happening for some reason. I have a sixth sense that, like, Ronaldo and Messi are going to match up in, in the, in the quarters. Damn, I forgot about Di Maria, dude. Don't do that. Yeah, this World Cup's crazy. Like, um, I'm pretty sure from what I heard last last World Cup, like that's why Di Maria had to leave Madrid because the club like owns you per se, like contractually. Like and slavery. I and I don't think they very wealthy slavery, but <laughs> I think um, they didn't. Real Madrid didn't want him to play in the World Cup, and he did. That was kind of the beginning of the end. Yeah, I didn't know that. Anyway, yeah, I was just it. watching some Ronaldo tape to get myself hyped up about the World Cup and these Di Maria links to Ronaldo were insane. I miss it. Yeah, he was such a flop at United. It was crazy. Yeah, he was such a flop. All I can remember is... You know who else was a flop? Or ended up becoming a flop? Was um, Memphis Depay. Yeah. It's like, everybody looking, was talking about he's got next. It's kind of looking that way for Martial. They were talking next Thierry Henry and all this. I think... I think it just goes along with the narrative that, like, France has a lot... A lot to prove this World Cup. Yeah, I mean, losing the last major... Tournament. To me, they might, they might have the most to win. Does that make sense? Them or Brazil... That must have been a snub. I don't see Martial on the France squad. Really? Yeah, I mean, they have so many attackers. It's hard to... Oh, yeah. Ooh, Fakir's on the squad. I want to scout a little talent. There you go. A little Liverpool guy. Hopefully, he'd probably get a lot more pricier. Maybe I, you don't want him to do well. No, and you just get him? No, like, if he shows out, bidding more for him, you know? Oh, it hasn't it hasn't been completed. Oh, well then, yeah. You want him to do like all right, or just not really start every game, you know? Just yeah. Kind of like a sub, kind of show flashes. 
Give me your non-top nine that makes the semis. The semis? Yeah, like the Columbia two years ago, or the four years ago, or the Uruguay. It happens almost every year. Like the odds of us getting France, Spain, Belgium, Germany in the semis are like are relatively low. Like you're always going to get I one think. of the four teams that like weren't expected to really get there, but that's like they're they're not like a Cinderella in the sense of like it's freaking Iran going through, but it's it's like you know the Croatias or you could argue of Colombia's that you know like that kind of tier or. Trying to think of other examples. Pull up no. World Cup odds. Like, a, you know, I feel like that might be a good way to scout that. Because there's like a clear top, like, 7, 8, 9. And then. But to me, even in that top 7 and 9, there's only like 6 that I think could realist, like, actually win the whole thing. That's Belgium, Brazil, Germany, Spain, France. Argentina. To me, like only those six really have a shot at winning it all. And then you have teams that can make it deep that are Portugal, Uruguay, Colombia. I think I did that correctly. I don't know if I missed anybody. Did I get that right? Yeah, you were naming the, the big ones. So the, the top six are probably, let me guess in order Germany. Brazil first, Brazil, Germany, Spain, France, Belgium, Belgium, it sounds like it's in order so far, um, not England, who's this team before Belgium, did I, did I name them already, I'm just forgetting, oh, Brazil, no, I already said Brazil, what the, what? Who is it? Just say. Argentina. Oh, Argentina. Okay, Argentina. Then Belgium. Yeah. Then England. Yeah. Then Portugal. Yeah. Then Uruguay. Yeah. Then Colombia. Croatia. Yeah. And Colombia. Our time. Or no, then Croatia and Colombia. Probably not. So to me, after like, I, even though Portugal won the Euros, I still think that drop off from Belgium to Portugal. Right, that's six and seven. Belgium, England, Portugal. Oh, that. Okay, here's a good question for you. Yeah, I think England and Portugal are kind of similar. Similar? Like good players, not great. I mean. To me, okay, so the drop off from Belgium to England, like that's tier one, is those top six, Belgium's and then to me, tier two is England, Portugal, Uruguay, Colombia, Croatia. Belgium's like trying to cling on to the top tier. Yeah. And, but you don't think they're like a 1.5? I swear they're kind of like the poor man's Brazil. They always but flop. But to me, like they're, yeah, they're, yes, they always flop. They have depth. But you have you agree with me that Belgium's more talented than England? By far. Okay. So I think they both have similar narratives, which, I, by the way, I think it's funny that they're both in the same group. In that they're, they're, they're teams that are always coveted and want or have big expectation to do well but they always fall short but I think Belgium has a lot more potential than England in this tournament yes so to me I still think they're tier one more than tier two 
Because to me, Belgium still has the chance, if everything clicks, to oh, win I, the whole thing. I do consider them Tier 1. They're like the last part of Tier 1. Yeah. And to me, England is the highest of the Tier 2. Yeah. And then, and then Portugal, Uruguay, Colombia, Croatia. And then after that, to me, it's just the field. Okay, so look, you're looking at it right now. Name some people that we have, like, after Colombia, I guess. After Colombia? Like, like, one of those teams is making a... I can a... see Mexico making a run. Yeah, I can see that. One, one Denmark, of those Denmark, te- if, like, Ericsson goes on some crazy but I'm, what The odds of one of those teams advancing past the group stage is very high. And maybe... Actually, the odds of one of them winning a knockout game is pretty high. You always have a Cinderella. Senegal. That's your pick? Yeah, that's my favorite Cinderella. I could see Egypt, dude. Injured. Salah injured. But he's going to be back by the second game. Affect them. It, it, yeah, maybe. They don't have too many complimentary players. They really don't. Unless I just... Elneny from Arsenal. Um, who? Okay, any last World Cup thoughts? Things that you're really looking forward to? Team to watch out for? Player to watch out for? Bold prediction. Watch out for Gabriel Jesus and Messi's gonna cement his legacy. Who's your pick? You never said. Yeah, mine's France. Number one. Number one. Give me, or you can give me one, two, three. That's how we'll end the pot. Brazil, Spain, Argentina. Brazil, Spain, Argentina. Do you want to give twenty seconds on why or? No. No, it's the, it. The names speak for themselves. Nationality, nationalism. Brazil, Spain, Argentina. All right. Well. We both have Spain in our second, so they'll probably win, and we'll both say that we called it. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you so much for listening to the pod. Appreciate the content. Um, check out LockerRoomBeef.com to see everything that we offer. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, appreciate you guys following us, and we really are looking forward to this World Cup. Um, I hope to have some sort of analysis going on mid-World Cup, but absolute worst case, we're going to be talking everything that happened and all of our thoughts after the World Cup and we will uh, make sure to uh, go over everything that happened because I'm super excited about this tournament and I have a feeling it's going to be a very memorable one and I cannot wait for the knockout stage because I honestly think like after that first round of the knockout stage every game is going to be like drooling in the mouth. It's going to be like freaking Belgium, Germany. It's going to be England, Uruguay, it's gonna be like, it's it's gonna be like Portugal, France, like it's every game is gonna be like unbelievable I can't get excited about Uruguay your passion for Uruguay is crazy I'm sorry Uruguayans just don't have passion we just lost a listener <laughs> alright, thank you so much and uh, peace